It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. From the kids to Aunt Sue, keep your whole family connected on all their devices with crowd-pleasing gig-speed internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. Actual speed vary and not guaranteed. This is Stan Wengland, one of your two co-hosts of The People Under the Stairs. And I hope you loved our show last week as much as I did. I think Paul did, who was my co-host, Paul James Caden, who will be here in a second. But I hope you liked our show last time with Richard Lenny and his fascinating stories about UFOs and interdimensional stuff and just a whole bunch of other stuff that we got involved with. And um, the people under the stairs is not a show exclusive to, you know, uh, ufology, but it just so happens that there is so much happening in the months of September and October of this very year. A lot of major stuff is happening uh, in the world that that's really serious stuff that you can pick up on the news. It's not crank kinds of stuff. And the question that I asked Paul, and Paul agreed. We've, we've looked at uh, you know a lot of the information out there. Is this is alien visitation imminent? 
And this is like really serious stuff now. Is alien visitation imminent? So Paul is out there, and I I think his visitation to the show is going to be imminent here in a second. So without any further ado, I'm going to say, Paul, you're there. Welcome to the show. How is everything today with you? I'm doing just brilliant. <laughs> you're doing uh, that, well, that's wonderful. Do, doing sensational, super brilliant, magnificent. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Now, you, know, you, were, I, you were out this morning taping one of your other shows. You were out in the park. Am I correct? Yeah, it was a, it's a nice, uh, blustery October day, and I just figured I would go out and uh, enjoy some of the uh, scenes of the fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just record record out uh, you know out in the car out in nature and it was it was very fun. Mm-hmm. Well, just think of that you 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 you're going to be out in nature out in your car. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was in and out. Yeah, you know, I, I tried to go with wind and crickets. Uh, there was a little too much uh, static. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm with you. As a matter of fact, our guest from two episodes ago, the wonderful Steve Stockton from Thirteen Past Midnight. And folks, listen to his show, 13 Past Midnight, Richard Lenny, his wonderful sites, and uh, Kat Ward, uh, one of our guest co-hosts, you know, who does Paranormal Heart. Wonderful stuff. Uh, I know Steve Stockton also, who lives in Portland, Oregon. He, he loves this kind of weather like I do and you do. Uh, you know, I like the summer, but this is kind of one of my favorite times of the year. This is, this is when it gets really, really cold, you know? Oh, yeah. So uh, it's it's uh, it's wonderful for all things eerie, uh, with Halloween coming up and all kinds of spooky things coming up. And speaking about cold, outer space is a cold place. Uh, you know, when you um, look and see all the ex- exploration and all the stuff that you know people are doing and have on the books, and a lot of the stuff that's happening with uh, sightings of, uh, you know, uh, of UFOs and uh, fiery orbs and all kinds of other things. Uh, there's a, a lot of real concern uh, about life on other planets. And are we, uh, are we either going to be told that there's life on other planets? Um, has it been already discovered and is being kept from us. I mean, I'm not talking about that old, you know, conspiracy theory and Area 51 or anything like that. I'm talking about, you know, things like, uh, you know, NASA has been talking about and, and other people, reputable people have been talking about saying, you know, we may be on the verge of being told that alien life is present. And um, lots of plans as the planet Mars uh, draws closer to the planet Earth during this uh, period of time over the next few years, where a ton of, um, of countries on, on Earth will be firing out more probes to Mars and the implications of that. So uh, there's a lot of stuff out there. Uh, just, uh, you know, and, and Paul and I will get to it, but I wanted to set the stage with some of the stuff. Paul, what have, what have you heard about this? What are, what are some things that uh, are going on that you've seen? I know what I've seen in the papers and yeah, I, I think you've seen a, a few more stories than I did. The 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 one that really I looked into and read the most prevalent was the one with the uh, strange noises coming from Mars that they had mm-hmm. picked up, and uh, a lot of people are uh, you know all the scuttle over that, saying, "Oh, is it uh, 
alien uh, life forms that there's some people that have suspected that aliens live have lived underground in colonies on mars for years so uh, mm-hmm. you know right now from what i understand uh, they're thinking it's uh, seismic activity you know on the planet but they're going to examine it more closely uh, mm-hmm. but we got a lot of people out there going oh man this is how every uh, every alien invasion movie starts you know we pick up a, a strange radio wave or a strange noise coming from a distant planet and then shazam they're on us <laughs> yeah people can uh, people can actually hear that tape uh it's a legitimate tape uh it's a scientific tape uh that's taken and uh that's a very uh, a very good point that you made that you know people have thought that people are living under the planet or you know that's where it gets into the conspiracy theory and the, the kind of a little bit of the off the wall in my opinion theories uh yeah People are thinking there's some very strange sounds on that, that from my understanding of the articles and listening to it, some of the things scientists don't understand exactly, but what they think it is, is actually the sounds of a planet, that planets actually have like, like a living, breathing sound to them. You know, as as uh, you know, they're hurling around in space and with, with gravitational pulls and, like you said, seismic activity and other sounds on the planet. And uh, this was very fascinating. And I guess from the sensors that they've had there, this is one of the first times they've been ac- actually able to listen to the, uh, I guess, the voice of the planet, as it were. And uh, it, it kind of had some of the some of the scientists, uh, you know, baffled. Uh, a little bit as to to what that is, you know. D- have you heard anything else specifically about Mars? Because I wouldn't have really paid too much attention to anything with life on Mars or any such thing with Mars, except as a as a life colony. But uh, uh, I mean, a colony for our life on this planet. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff. One, you know, a lot of strange stuff going on uh, lately with that from scientists and whatnot. Is there anything that you've heard, Paul? I, I know what I've heard. Well, I know one of the things that have always been of interest to me is some of the NASA probe photos from Mars. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about the obscure uh, rock formations that people mm-hmm. speculate they are, uh, but I'm talking about photos. And there's there's, you know, a handful of them out there where the probe is, you know, taking a, a photo and in the distance over the horizon, uh, you know, you're you're seeing something that looks like a plane or you know a dark object you know that's kind of like going by Mm -hmm. uh and a lot and a lot of people say hey you know there aren't any airplanes on mars folks so what are these uh you know these lights and these objects that are occasionally caught you know over the horizon in the skies of mars so Mm -hmm. you know i i certainly feel that there is someone or or something out there that you know does it live on mars does it live uh, under the surface of Mars is uh, is someone out there just exploring, you know, and they, they come to the planets in our solar system. You know, it's hard to tell. I, I would say look for those photos. Some of them are very, uh, very, very interesting to look at, you know, with what's over the horizon, uh, you know, in the sky. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's there's lots of um, there's lots of concern about Mars, and uh, 
you know, for a variety of reasons, uh, some of that touches on what you're saying. And I'm talking about from professional scientists, uh, you know, mainstream science. Uh, and I'll give you some recent stuff that's out just in September and October. Um, the scientists are very concerned um, uh, about Elon Musk, you know, the uh, the Tesla the head and the multi-billionaire. And he's got the uh, SpaceX or that might yeah. be Jeff Bezos, he, but he's another guy who has the, uh, you know, that um, the special space project where he's looking to actually very recently, uh, very soon, to send stuff to Mars. And scientists are concerned. I just saw an article yesterday, a brand new article, where they're very concerned on moral grounds that uh, they are scientists are, are very. It seems like scientists are either they know or they're very confident that there's going to be some form of life that is found on Mars. And uh, the might, you know, the life, it, it looks like what they're thinking of is that this is some kind of microorganism or something like this. Now, folks, I'm not taking you into the weeds here. I'm, I'm having you stop and think about something on a real serious basis. When you go to another planet, um, you know, um, and there's the possibility of life, it's like if we found life on the moon right now, some kind of microbe, we wouldn't know anymore whether it was there prior to us or we brought it along on the uh, spaceship. You know, kind of like the uh, explorers from Europe when they came over here and discovered the Americas were fallen island. Uh, all of a sudden, natives who never had anything were getting syphilis and measles and every other kind of disease. And it decimated the, the native populations. Well, this is one of the things that scientists are really uh, disturbed about with Eli Musk and other people, because, uh, you know, he's looking to send quite uh, a number of these ships there. And I don't know if you'd say, I don't know if they'd be regulated the same way. There, there, there's no law in space. There's, you know, what I'm trying to say is that uh, there's billionaires and countries and everybody else. Uh, China is one of the, the countries, in case people don't know this. Um, big time, where they're, they're looking to grab outer space, like, um, you know, in the 1500s, you know, Portugal and Spain and England and other countries are looking to grab colonies. But uh, the biggest thing is that scientists are worried that uh, Mars is going to become contaminated. And they won't be able to tell if the life forms there are, again, again, are indigenous to the planet or they're from, you know, from something we're bringing. Not that we haven't sent probes there before, but with all these, uh, with the new uh, volume and intensity of all these private uh, space forces and space exploration, um, you know, uh, ventures, I think that they're worried that, you know, that people are working on the um, technology to get there, but they're not putting the safeguards in place that a government would. And uh, it's a real concern, you know. For example, what if what if one of these uh, you know like bad science fiction movie? What if one of these things comes back and you know there is life on Mars, and somebody brings that stuff back and it contaminates the planet Earth? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's not a fucking joke. That that's something that could uh, definitely work both ways, you know, War of the World style. Uh, yeah, and it might not be anything where there's this, uh, you know, big alien entity or anything else like that. It could be something, you know, just as uh, simple as, uh, you know, like I said, microbes uh, and, and stuff like that. 
But, uh, you know, there's been a lot of other activity. And I don't know if you've heard about it, Paul, because you were just on the Outer Banks in September, in mid-September, uh, you know, and uh, I think all the way into October, there's been all kinds of uh, UFOs seen in North Carolina, off the coast of North Carolina. And there's a really, um, there's a really uh, very, very interesting and I mean, it's right there in your face. It's not a made up kind of a thing. It hasn't been debunked or anything. Um, uh, a, a video out uh, that you can see that uh, I'm sure the government has looked at where there's 17 or 18 of these um, bright lights flying around uh, off the coast of the Outer Banks. Mm -hmm. And this is where we get the title Alien Visitation Eminent. You know, and, uh, and this is know. this 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 is an interesting thing because uh, I've I've made mention of this in a podcast past, but uh, people probably don't remember that the months usually when we start in September, September through December, are usually the months over the last I would say uh, three maybe four years where a lot of UFO activity really accelerates you know midwest uh the carolinas you know all over the world uh, mm -hmm. we start get, we start to get these uh mystery booms we start to get you know a lot of this strange phenomenon where people are seeing things in the sky and hearing noises like something is there but nothing is there like machinery that's you know mm -hmm. worrying or, or clanking so i'm really curious that this year now that we've had so much uh, go on in the whole UFO community and disclosure. And yeah, it seems like every week there's, uh, you know, a new sighting in the news. Mm -hmm. uh, is there, is there going to be an uptick this year? Is there going to be something more to it or even more mysterious once we get into these months where all of this really starts to accelerate? So I would say folks, uh, keep your eye to the news, keep your ears open because this is a time where a lot of weird things start happening and it really does seem to uh increase the closer to december we get and then it starts dying off usually around february march so keep your eyes and ears open you don't know uh well you know let's see if anything more strange or more peculiar you know comes of this this particular year yeah i would have people uh take a look at this video you can catch it on uh youtube it, it's not a tampered video or anything else like that. And the fellow who took the video is a, a gentleman called, called William Guy. And he posted this 31 second video on September 28th. He put it on YouTube. So you can catch it there. And it shows what appears to be 14 glowing orbs over the water. And man, I saw the, the video and it, it doesn't look like the lights of a plane or an outline. It doesn't look like uh, flares or anything else like that. It looks like, you know, lit orbs you know like uh, you know flying along they're in the middle of the ocean they're on a ferry there's nothing around you know no land no nothing and it's like these incidents we did on the uh show paul, paul that you know we did with the different um, naval battleships and destroyers and uh you know the you know the navy uh you know you've all seen that there's another one but that was a mistake actually the Navy released that. They released that, uh, you know, famous thing with the naval fighter pilots with the UFO caught on their gun cameras. Right. 
you know, and that's when the Navy changed their policy about, you know, telling people about what's going on. And um, the reason I'm, you know, I'm concerned about that and I'm looking at the picture right now in front of me, it's, it's really fascinating. That certainly looks like the classic um, UFO types of sightings that I was talking and you were talking with Richard Lenny about when he mentioned the, the uh, UFOs over uh, Washington, D.C. in the 50s. I remember that very well from early UFO films. And, and that was a very serious thing. The United States government took that very serious. The President of the United States had it investigated by the Department of Defense, so on and so forth. And these orbs look the same way. You know? So uh, yeah. you know, we did that show with Richard, uh, you know, Jenny, like I said, uh, Richard Lenny, excuse me, uh, the other day. And uh, we were speculating on things. And this stuff, man, is like right out there in our face. And it's coupled with a lot of other information. Do you, you have any theories on that, Paul? Or do you have any additional, uh, you know, information or spin on that or feelings on that kind of stuff or what? Yeah, I, I was going to comment and say, you know, these um, these bright lighted orbs in formation, they, they've really been uh, a lot of them in 2019, especially mm -hmm. uh, all over the world. People are seeing them, you know, if, if you go to any reputable uh, news site or some of the uh, YouTube channels that, that cover these things, uh, there, there's just droves and droves of videos from all over the place of these orbs that you know usually eight nine ten sixteen fourteen you know uh, they're not flares because they're they're no, sitting these stationary. Not flares. yeah they, they they sit stationary and then they'll slowly start to move you know in one direction mm -hmm. or another and they mm -hmm. they split up and go in opposite directions but uh yeah there, there's there's been a lot of them this year it, it always reminds me of the uh the movie signs with uh with mel gibson and joaquin phoenix when they were yeah. watching the tv and you see the the lights over the uh you know in, in the uh the sky over the the one city on tv mm -hmm. and, uh, I, I think we're getting close to uh you know signs becoming a reality in one fashion or another well you know that's an excellent point because uh the, I, you know for me i've got some other points i wanted to make but uh, I, I know you and I talked about this, and I'm sure you'll have something to say about this, too. The NASA News Space Agency, and I think the guy's name is uh, Dr. Green for them. He claims that NASA is uh, pretty much prepared, that he thinks that they're going to be telling us very shortly that, uh, that there is extraterrestrial uh, life exists. And that our particular government has been aware of that and other governments are aware of that. And um, whether it exists on Mars or whatever, uh, you know, this is, was the, the nature of one of the reports um, that's out there, you know, in the news, uh, in mainstream news. I'm just I'm trying to pull it up here. Uh, you know, he was actually interviewed by the, uh, you know, in, in the UK and. One of the things that he said is where I've maintained and you have uh, maintained uh, many times is that his belief is that people will not have a uh, people will not be prepared for this. 
This is why what this doctor, you know, Dr. Green says, and he's the Planetary Science Division Director uh, at NASA. And uh, he claims that the human race is not ready for the announcement. In an interview, he warned that the world isn't prepared for the discovery of life on another planet, something which he claims is just a few years away. And I, again, I'm just reading this little blurb. He said it will be revolutionary. It's like when Copernicus stated, if we no longer go around the sun, it will start a whole new line of thinking. Now, imagine the effect that'll have on people in terms of religion and science and everything else. And nobody says that any life form has to mimic ours. You know, a lot of people are not educated to the um, concepts of biology and what is biological on our planet may not be in other parts of the universe. No. The, the rules may not apply as they do to us. And people say, what? Biology is the same all over. No, it isn't necessarily. No, no, it's not. So it's a real concern. Do you think people are trying to break us in really easy, Paul, and that they already know that this is, um, that this is there? Oh, I, I think there's definitely a very big probability of that. I mean, look how many years the government denied, uh, you know, UFOs didn't exist. Now, all of a sudden, they're everywhere. We've seen them for years. You know, I, I think there is, uh, they're, they're trying to soften the blow a little bit because I don't think a lot of people are ready. We have mm -hmm. a lot of, uh, unfortunately, uh, religious people right now who go around saying there are no aliens, they're all demons. Uh, so what, what, you know, if, if something were to uh, do the proverbial landing on the White House lawn tomorrow, uh, what are these kind of people going to do that, that think, well, you know, these are the devil's minions, uh, you know, landing on the, the, the White House lawn. There are other people who are looking for, you know, just the opposite, you know, the the alien savior. When, when they come, they're, they're going to uh, set things straight in our world. They're going to be kind mm -hmm. of the space age messiah you know other people are just going to be absolutely terrified because they're not going to know what to think and i've met classes or talked to people from all these different uh you know viewpoints mm -hmm. so it's it's going to be quite a melee i think uh you know if and when it happens yeah we mentioned this before on the show and i've seen this from um i mean from the real scientific community is that there is a more than a fair number of scientists. They said, oh my God, they, of course, it would be the greatest scientific discovery of our time, of mankind's existence to, to find out that there's life on another planet. You know, they can confirm that. But many scientists uh, continually warn people and say, hey man, you better keep your head in the gopher hole and not pop it up. Because if there have been aliens you know, coming to our planet to observe us. And this is called the zoo principle of the zoo theory, that Earth and other planets with life on it may be like a zoo, the higher civilizations. Uh, think of what we've done as human beings whenever one culture has met another culture that wasn't as advanced as they were. I mentioned the famous book called Guns, Germs, and Steel by Jay Diamond, my late daughter, who was an anthropologist. Uh, recommended that I read that. And it explains why, you know, certain cultures are the top dogs and other cultures aren't right now. And, you know, if the people are just as intelligent in each culture, why would one rise to the top and another not? And 
the premise was guns, germs, and steel. The guns being technology, steel being power, and germs being, you know, that they brought diseases or something that was lethal to the, uh, to the other parties. And when you look at this concern by scientists, uh, again, if, if, if there are alien or some alien life forms and we're aware of them, or a certain segment is aware of them, Jesus Christ, uh, yeah, forget about the religious stuff. People being upset about that. I mean, you know, uh, uh, that certainly pops the hole for, you know, a lot of uh, organized religion with certain things. But uh, just people in general. I mean, do you think that people are really sophisticated enough to think that through? Well, the implications of uh, other life forms, perhaps with greater intelligence? No, especially with the, uh, the cosmic zoo uh, theory that mm -hmm. I, I did a cast on when I had the uh, 1159, which is still up if you scroll down mm -hmm. to... Uh, Third side, you, you can find that. Uh, I, I think people would really, uh, you know, I, I don't know, Stan, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think with the, the way people are so depressed and so much anxiety and stress, you know, in this day and age, I feel that if something like that came out where, you know, science or scientists were to tell us that we're kind of a zoo for a higher life form. I feel like there would be people like often themselves everywhere. Life is so worthless. I always knew it was. Uh, what's the use of going on? I'm just a freak show for, uh, you know, whoever's out there. You know, I, I think that could get very, very messy on a psychological and mental level for a lot of people. I would agree. I don't know what reaction people would take, you know, whether they would be violent towards the extraterrestrial life form or forms, whether they would go into complete denial, whether they would get angry at, uh, you know, one another. Uh, one of the theories uh, that was proposed when our government uh, put together task forms to, to uh, talk about this issue, and there are actually plans for this in the Defense Department, if we, uh, just protocols, if we're ever confronted by an extraterrestrial life form, is that it would destabilize government destabilized society it, it would be like a it, it would be like a post-traumatic st stress syndrome mm -hmm. you know it would be like a shocking event that uh you know that people you know you really can't predict how they might act there might be uh rioting in the streets for crying out loud there might be uh, anything anything you could possibly imagine uh you know could happen but uh, I'm thinking, you know, we have a society like, and, and I'm just using this because it's the easiest one to use and people may see this. We have, you know, you look at the stuff in the news with uh, President Trump, for example, you know, where he speaks to a foreign leader. He releases a, a memorandum that's kind of a rough transcript of what he said. People don't even have, it's not a perfect transcript. It's a rough mem mem memorandum. Best thing. And you can see that he's strong arming the guy, Zelensky, from Ukraine, right? Right there, right in front of you. And then over the weekend, rather, at the end of the week, he's out there and he says, China, I want you to start a thing on, you know, Biden. It's all over the news. I mean, I saw it happen live. There's, there's nothing to it. I mean, that's what the guy said. That's who he is. There's people today on television, reputable members of, you know, of the Congress. They're saying, ah, that's not what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you get my point, I think, on this one. I'm, I'm just using it as the easiest example. 
if if we're in such a childish world that we live in where we have the nonsense that we have going on in our government and you have governments like China with Hong Kong or you have the things going on that are going on in Africa or going on in Venezuela. My goodness gracious, these are relatively simple things about you know people's individual liberties and correct behaviors, right, Paul? It is, you know, and, yeah. I, and I just I just like to make mention on this uh, from from a, uh, a area of study and expertise here, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, some uh, again, I'm not really taking this into the weeds, but I think when we talk about something like this, there's some things that we need to uh, be aware of. Uh, one is, uh, you know, I, I just did my podcast podcast on the spirit side this morning. Mm-hmm. It was, are, are we playing into the hands of the new world order? And I, I talked, I talked about this whole UFO phenomenon because, you know, a lot of people think that this is like a recent conspiracy theory. Oh, we're getting out in weeds. Oh, it's not real. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I started reading about this, you know, hearing about it in 1989-1990. I really started reading about it probably around 93-94 because in the winter of 1990, I I went on a quest for myself. You know, I've always been a spiritual person, but is there any science to it? What does history say about a lot of these religions or what we read in some of the holy books? So I started reading a lot about science and religion, history and religion, uh, modern day things, how things have evolved. And there, there always have been, and I'm going somewhere with this, with the UFOs. There always has been this thing where the, there is that particular class of people uh, who do think, again, they're, they're the chosen ones. So we can watch the family on Netflix, the, mm-hmm. the documentary series. You know, where they groom these, uh, you know, young college kids, you know, in this special fraternity that, you know, you are chosen like we are uh, to rise to the top and kind of rule, you know, the roost. Mm -hmm. So these people are out there. And one of the things that I found as early as like 1994 is very early, even in the birth of America and our government, there were people within the, the first decade or less that were coming out calling for, you know, a a one world leader, a one world government, you know, and why they would come out of Britain, you know, seeking religious freedom. And then one, you know, one person like a king to run the whole shebang is far beyond me, you know, how they would, why they would even think about this. But as time progresses and some of the things that they have on the table how to get people to go into this, you know, uh, one world economy and the banking and, and all this uh, are several things. And this is where it ties into UFOs is number one. It's always been talked about destabilizing, uh, you know, bankrupting a country, making the currency worthless, uh, creating food shortages on purpose or because of the, uh, you know, destabilizing the, you know, the national, the, the currency of that country. This will make people go more easily into it without worrying about giving up their their sovereignty that they've had, you know, as a nation for so many years. Number two, which we see, you know, kind of happening right now is destabilized governments make the governments of the world look so incapable, so, so shaky, so unstable that we cry, you know, the, the, the populace of the earth, you know, all the nations begin to cry out. 
you know, where is somebody that will take us out of this mess and do the right thing? And we're mm-hmm. seeing that happen. number. And one of the things that are on the table about this uh, is also make the people think that there is a threat bigger than our world where we all have to come together to protect our world, our way of life. And one of them is make them believe that there isn't an outside threat coming from some extraterrestrial presence. Now, you know, whether that, whether that would be by rumor, whether that would be, and we talked about this in one of our podcasts before the, the project blue beam where they can uh, pretty much use the sky, like a, a 3d movie screen reflecting off the, uh, the moisture particles, you know, in, 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 in the sky to project very realistic 3d images into the sky, you know? So when, when they're talking about, you know, uh, you know, pulling off a, uh, a, a fake alien invasion, you know, making the people think that there's something coming for us. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the people say that they're far beyond blue beam now, and, and you can go online and see this technology used. As I mm. talked about in my podcast, where there's one, it's a gymnasium with, uh, you know, the kids are in it on the bleachers and they, they demonstrate this uh, holographic technology where a whale came up out of the middle of the gym floor and right, right back down like he went into the ocean. And the people were just gasping like, whoa, you know, and it mm. looks so real. I could only imagine what it looked like if you were right there in front of it. Mm. So, you know, my thing is this. When we talk about subjects subjects like this, for those who are interested listening, um, you know, sadly, when it when it comes to our government, you know, don't believe everything you hear or that they tell you. Could could they use something like this for their advantage for some kind of economic banking? You know. Uh, global economy agenda i i think that they would i've I've read enough about these people uh you know read enough about the statements by many of the names we hear with the rothschilds and the rockefellers and the so on and the so on you know i i think they certainly would could some of it be misinformation to scare and confuse people because look what they said no no there's nothing out there we've searched we've done all these project project blue book project grudge all this kind of thing there there's nothing out there now all of a sudden now all of a sudden here they are oh they're everywhere we've been seeing them for years you know these people are are as dishonest as you know a 14 dollar bill so take anything they say with a grain of salt uh because you don't know and number two even if there are higher intelligences out there and they are observing us like Anson and Ant Hill. Uh, it doesn't mean that we're worthless or beneath them. You know, we 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 did the show on the the near death experience, life after death, all the the science and the research behind that. So there's yeah. always you as a human being than you think there is or that you appear to be. So I say all that to say, don't believe everything that comes out of the uh, the mouth of the government. Because these people, many of them do have very warped agendas with all of this. There's a lot of disinformation, or, you know, dishonesty. And, um, you know, don't let them put you in a hole where you start to feel 
afraid, worthless. You knew there was never anything out there. We're just pets of the grays. And now it's time to off ourselves or start rioting. Think this thing through. You know, if you're one of those people that would get into uh, a very big panic mode, if, you know, something were to happen or something was disclosed, there's a lot to think about when it comes to this subject. And, you know, I, I just think when we talk about this, it's important to say these things and make people aware. So at least if something does come down the pike, they can say, geez, I remember Stan and Paul talking about this. Maybe I shouldn't, uh, you know, get myself in such an uproar uh, before I know all the facts. So, yeah, that's a you know that's a very interesting point that you made. I hadn't considered that for the show uh, on on that. That you would it, it's like a counter conspiracy theory. For years, I, I it is the reason one of the things that makes it very believable to me that there might be something there is that uh, for years and years and years the government has been denying it and providing disinformation that these things don't exist. And now it's going in the other direction. So you'd have to look. You'd have to say um, it's like when you look at spies and you have double agents and then you have triple agents, you know, where it's that they work. For, you know, it's a spy for your country. A double agent is a spy for your country who works with another country and, you know, reports back to the other country. And then you have a triple agent where somebody is a spy for your country, reports back to the second country, you know, the other country, but then reports back to his own country again. And it gets kind of crazy. It's like right. a three-dimensional chess game. And it could be. And, you know, a very interesting thing is um, one of the United States presidents who made a, a remarkable speech, uh, a couple of them, and one was at the United Nation, was Ronald Reagan. Mm -hmm. When he made his famous speech about UFOs, where he was actually using it as an example, he said he, would, he thought that the world would be much more cohesive and much more together if there was an alien um, presence that was going to um, do something bad to the earth, you know? Yeah, it, yeah. And it's been quoted and shown many, many times. I wouldn't put it, par uh, when, when you mentioned that, Paul, I wouldn't put it past our government or any series of governments to come up with something like that. And I'll, I'll spin off something else for you, because since we have a little bit of time. One of the things that's on the rise in the world, believe it or not, is not democracy. Uh, in the world and globalization and the way that things are right now, people aren't looking for dictatorships. But what they don't mind are, or don't seem to mind, some of them, are autocracies. These very author authoritarian kind of governments that, for example, in our country, uh, you know, Trump is trying to use, you know, by breaking a lot of the traditions and foundations of a democracy and, and, and trying to get into more authoritarianism. Uh, they call it populist or nationalist, but it's authoritarian. You have it in the Philippines. So you, of course, have it in Russia. You have it in China. You have it in lots of other countries. And uh, some people think that that when you have these autocracies, then you bypass all the debating and gridlock and everything else. You know, as long as your tribe is the, is the tribe in power, then you're happy. You know, your chief gets to make the decisions. And of course, um, a guy like myself is not going to agree with that. You got to put up with the weaknesses of democracy and never go towards that. 
But since there's so many of them, and since we've done many shows on globalization with the 10 food companies and people, you know, get, get, you know, billionaires, income disparity and stuff like that, that could very, very well be um, um, uh, a plot, a conspiracy, a technique to get people who would become more more nationalistic, as it were, you know, for for the planet Earth. For their own country, easier to control, based on fear and anxiety. It is, and 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 one of the things, one of the things, uh, you know, I just want to add to that is, and I don't remember names because again, we're talking, you know, uh, 1994, 1995, but there were actually, uh, you know, papers out there, or, um, you know, the. Uh, the dictations of, of speeches that people made before like the UN or in our own government, you know, uh, papers with, you know, people's names on it that are in our government that were kind of slid back and forth talking about these things, you know, submitting the idea of somehow, you know, faking uh, a second coming of Christ or a rapture or a UFO invasion or, you know, bankrupting the country. So, it's it's just not hearsay. And again, I don't remember all the names of, of you know these people. You know, I wish I did, but there's there's paper trail and recordings of these people talking about these things. So it's it's just not a, a thing where you say, well, you know, could they be? Uh, they've actually thought about it, talked about it. Well, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Every scenario you and I could think of, the governments have thought of with that. Yeah, Every possible it's, it's, scenario. It's it's absolutely crazy that you know what they go through to try to uh, you know gain that control, and again, that's that's part of their philosophy. I mean, we, you know, we stumble over that, but a lot of these people again just just watch the family, whether it's a pseudo Christian or uh, you know has a, a, a an older kind of religious philosophical roots uh, to it, going back to what they call you know, Babylonian mystery religions or a mishmash of, uh, you know, uh, mystical kind of philosophies, you know, where that's what they think is, it's just like the Muslims, as I said in my podcast, you know, conquer the world, make them all submissive to Islam and the Islamic Caliphate, or, you know, those in Judaism that say, you know, make everybody subservient to our way of religion, our way of law, or the Christians that do the same thing or, or other political entities. You know, these people are no different where they think this is our job. This is our right. This is our fate. We are the chosen ones. This is what we must do. And these are some of the ways in which we may be able to, uh, you know, accomplish, you know, uh, a certain thing. So, uh, yeah. again, we, we have to be careful when we're hearing about uh, UFOs and other planets and uh, what these beings might be and what we them or don't for them uh, because that's you know i've said it before and i'll say it again that's it is part of the playbook you know get people you know in, in upheaval afraid anxiety uh and you know look where the world is going you know every, everybody's on on edge over something you know let me flip you in the other direction now. See, this is, I, I like a show like this because this is, uh, I, I think we're trying to take a balanced approach by talking about things that like the UFO debate in North Carolina, those things are on film. 
uh, along with the Navy imagery, the stuff from NASA scientists. That's right out there. That's all mainstream stuff. That's out there. Mm-hmm. Here's another mainstream thing that happened just, on, I believe, on October 4th. And I hope I have this guy's name right because uh, Dorothy, Paul's wife, has seen this guy before. His name is Mr. MB333. Uh-huh. Uh, and he is a guy who studies the weather. And he reports on all things in the atmosphere, outer space, um, the Earth, um, you know, uh, NEOs, which are um, near Earth orbits. Uh, like we have meteors coming up that are very close to the Earth. Uh, he has all the information from the entire scientific community. And I don't know if any of you guys uh, in a listening audience do this. My house has been flooded, so I get on the, um, the NOAA site and I get on the hydrological tables where they show the rivers all over the United States and in my area, you know, the, up to the minute, their flow how high, the projections, and everything else. But believe it or not, folks, you can get that. Uh, and I'm going to get on a site and bring this up. Uh, I know the one thing are the NEOs, the near-Earth orbits. Those are, that's scientific information put out by the government, the governments of the world. And then Google puts out this thing which shows all the lightning strikes, all the volcanic activity that's going on up to the moment. I didn't know if you were aware of this, Paul. Yes, yes, I am. You get these the, the globe, and it's amazing. They've also got it with uh, meteors. They have it with uh, UFO sightings. Uh, they have it with all these things. And uh, not to sound unprofessional, but when you look at it, uh, you'll shit your pants. Uh, you know, you'll say, oh, my God, look at these things that are happening. Now, this is real science, folks. This is not made up stuff. One of the things that happened on the 4th of October is that there was a series of fiery orbs that came down uh, in South America off the coast uh, on the, um, I guess it would be the, uh, the western side of South America, which would be to the east of uh, North America. But um, actually, the island almost sounds like the word Chile. It's like Chileo or whatever it is. But these three, uh, you know, these, uh, these crimson orbs came down the color of the orbs was um, uh, Mr. MB, uh, you know, this 333 or whatever his name is, a fascinating guy. So things on contrails, everything else. He had pictures that they had taken of him of, of coming down. And these things started fires, which, uh, you know, they have all this information. This information is right out there. You can get it anywhere uh, on the BBC News. Uh, Latin American news, uh, it's probably in our news, uh, all over the world. And the thing was, people thought they were meteorites, but they didn't have the color of meteorites coming down. They didn't have the tail of a meteorite. They didn't split any of the features of meteorites. And then started these fires. And then, not only that, that one of the thoughts was that it was space debris. However, they don't have any debris uh, that makes any sense with this. So uh, these fiery orbs, I guess this is one of the thoughts was, was this another, was this one like an extraterrestrial event? Now, one of the things that Mr. MB put on there, and he is not a conspiracy theorist or anything else like that. He said it was very unusual that the orbs came down on October 4th and the very next day. On October 5th, 
that huge uh, glacial thing fell into the ocean. That thing, right? The the thing that's like the size of uh, friggin' New Hampshire or something like that. Whatever it is, is huge. It's the most massive thing. I mean, it's just an amazing piece of the glacier that fell off into the ocean. Nine billion, whatever it is. Uh, and uh, he drew this parallel uh, with that, and he said, "Man, it, it's very surprising." So again, you know, conspiracy theory, people setting you up, or are there a lot of strange events that are happening out there? And are they a precursor to us actually being told, hey, you know, aliens exist or, uh, you know, extraterrestrial life exists in some format? Or uh, with the orbs and, you know, all the sightings in North Carolina and sightings that people like Mr. Lyon. Has had and other people that we've had on the show or we speak to, you know, what the hell is going on? You know, what is going on? Well, you know, when you you talk when you talk about the orbs starting fires, uh, mm -hmm. this actually isn't a, a new thing either because a lot of the uh, uh, fires out in California that have burned out of control, you know, every August mm -hmm. September for the last uh, several years, uh, a lot of people have said that before the fires started that they had seen the same things, these almost like uh, fiery, you know, or, or red uh, circular things coming down, then suddenly the fire starts. So again, it's the speculation, people saying, is it extraterrestrial? Is it something we don't know about? Or, mm -hmm. you know, you flip right back where some people say they believe it's some kind of uh, laser or plasma technology uh, used by the government to, uh, you know, maybe do these things to spark, you know, no pun intended, spark a little more fear into the hearts of people. So, mm -hmm. you well, know, I mean, it all, it all, it's all a dog that chases its tail sometimes, you know? Well, the, the, the films and picture, the, the pictures on this were very fascinating. Uh, and, uh, you know, one of the things that I thought it might be uh, was, uh, you know, I researched these things also is there's a thing called the Naga Fireball that they find um, in China and other places. And it's gotten quite a bit of attention. The, the Naga fireballs are also known as Bung Fai Fayanak or Mekong lights or ghost lights. And they're reported, uh, you know, in China. And they claim, the American uh, Physical Society claims that, that they are free-floating plasma orbs. And you just mentioned plasma. And these things seem to, they call them dragon fireballs, and they seem to rise from the rivers. So who in the hell knows? But anyway, uh, we're about out of time on the show. Uh, I hope we've got, you know, to me, this is a very spooky show. The show with Richard Lenny was very spooky to me because there's something, you know, for me as an observer and uh, if I was going to be a military analyst or whatever, I couldn't take this information saying this is what it is. But I, I think I could tell you what it wasn't. And uh, it, 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 or it isn't. It isn't something that we should be ignoring. There's something up. You know, the governments are messaging us. Uh, the events seem to be messaging us. We've got people on this planet who are looking to colonize and go into these areas. And there's a lot of attention being paid to this for all kinds of reasons. So I don't know exactly what it is, whether E.T. is coming home and home is our house 
uh, or it's, as Paul says, um, you know, some type of uh, disinformation by global powers, you know, some form of the Illuminati or whatever you'd like to call it on, on this kind of level. But and something, it, it, some, it, something is it, up. It could be a combination of the two. I mean, we. Yeah, could be. We, We've had for years people right out of, right out of our own military and government, you know, coming forward before they, uh, you know, kick the, the bucket and say, well, you know, yeah, our, our government and military has had communication with uh, something for a very long time. And there, uh, yep, there's possible there's probability number three. Yes. And, and they don't think it's pleasant. You know, it's kind of like making a deal with the devil. So. Mm-hmm. And you know something, folks, I hope you realize on this show, I mean, anybody can spin anything out there. But I know one of the things that uh, is a, a nice thing about people under the stairs right now, I think Paul and I are brainstorming with you. Uh, and when you brainstorm, I know as a, as a trained administrator, when I would brainstorm with my teams that I would work with, some, you know, somebody would say something and somebody would say, hey, what do you do? No, you don't have to prove anything when you're brainstorming. When you're brainstorming, you really are throwing it out there and see if it sticks on the wall. Right. You know, to see if it makes sense, uh, to see if it strikes somebody, if there's information to support it. And, you know, for all of these things, you could come up with um, some fairly legitimate um, information that supports any of them. So uh, if you have some ideas, uh, I wish you would uh, send them to me, swangland, S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com. I'd love to see what you think. Uh, might be going on, uh, you know, uh, and you can certainly reach Paul at uh, nocturnalmagic at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, we bring it up on the show. I, I don't think this is the end of this. I, I'm not, I never anticipated people under the stairs becoming a, you know, a, a UFO show on a week by week basis, but there's, a, you know, it's like Donald Trump in American politics. I mean, it's there. Stuff is out there on this. Stuff is well, when, when you're when you're when you're talking about things like UFOs and getting into the bizarre things that the governments do, uh, it definitely for me anyway it fits into the parameters of the show because it can be very oh, yeah. mysterious and bizarre, but but also it, it it can delve very much into you know some of the very uh, bizarre and spooky occult philosophies that some of these pe- people actually follow and why they do what they do. So, oh, sure. you know, it's, oh, it's my, point, my point, Paul, was that the fact we're not exclusively a UFO show. That was the point I'm trying to make. It's not a show that's only about UFOs. Oh, definitely not. Yeah. Definitely. That, you know, we've just had a series of shit because it's just a lot of stuff is happening in this domain here right now. And, you know? I, and I, th- I think shows like this are important with the things that we talked about because it's it's just like I, I recorded on the, uh, you know, the spirit side that a lot of people say, well, you know, that are religious, they say, well, the world's going to end, you know, the end times are coming, it's going to be this way, it's going to be this way, no, this is going to happen, that's going to happen. And I always say, even, you know, just like this whole alien, uh, imminent alien presence type of thing, cobble the, the information together, the things that we've talked about on this show, the things that maybe you have heard, and mm-hmm. make rational decisions, you know, uh, uh, accordingly, if something should happen, you don't let yourself get into the panic. Don't let yourself, uh, you know, start throwing yourself off of a bridge or contemplating suicide like they did during the uh, War of the Worlds broadcast mm-hmm. back, uh, yeah. back in the day. You know, you 
you, you have to have an open mind. You, you have to be logical, uh, have, have different tools, you know, in your, in, in your bag where you could say, well, look what's happening. How do I assimilate this? What, what, how do I categorize this? Uh, how should I look at this situation rather than just sheer panic and dread, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think stuff like this is really important to talk about with people uh, to give them those, those tools that maybe they never heard of and they can start researching on their own. Well, there you go. Well, unless Paul has something else, I think I'm going to call it a wrap from my end today. And uh, I'd like to hear from you guys out there. And we'll certainly have more on this uh, topic as it evolves, as it, it comes out. And uh, Paul, do you have any last thoughts? If not, uh, how can people reach you and what do you have going on? Well, I, I got a good 14 hours worth of information I, I'd like to quickly share. <laughs> no, I, I, I think we've said uh, quite a bit here. Very, very good show. I enjoyed doing it. And yeah, if people want to reach me, they can find me on uh, the spirit side. Uh, I'm on Anchor. I'm on, you know, wherever podcasts can be found. I'm found right here on this uh, network where the people under the stairs is uh, is is aired and played. Uh, you can email me nocturnalmagicgmail.com. You can find me on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Just put in Paul James Caden or Paul James Caden dash the spirit side. And, uh, you know, I'd like to hear from you if you have any thoughts on anything we've discussed or if you'd like to be a uh, a guest on this show or the spirit side and kind of dig a little bit deeper into some of these uh, areas that we've, uh, you know, touched on here today. Yeah. I forgot to say that. Yeah. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please. And thank you. We have a, a, a series of very interesting people coming up over the next few shows and, you know, keep on booking uh, other people that we think will be interesting for you and enlightening. And uh, I'm I agree with Paul. It was a very nice show today. Uh, I, it, it it has me thinking, even as the show is ending up. So again, if you'd like to reach me, reach out to Stan Wangland. That's me at S Wangland. That's S W A N G L U N D at uh, gmail.com. You can hear my other show, Just Thinking with Stan Wangland, uh, five to six days a week on all the major platforms. It's Just Thinking with Stan Wangland. And if you'd like to become a Patreon for my Just Thinking show, uh, you know, so that we can take Just Thinking to a higher level, a different platform that costs money, uh, lots of it, uh, you can go to www.patreon.com slash Stan Langland. And you can see if you want to join one of the tiers uh, for the uh, Patreon program, which is make you a patron. You'll still get all the free shows that I do. That'll never change. There'll be a lot of additional things that you'll get if you want to become a patron. And, uh, you know, with that, uh, I appreciate you listening to The People Under the Stairs, which is uh, a wonderful show. You know, I really love doing this with Paul. And, uh, you know, we uh, will increase the number of shows we do also as, uh, you know, as we have good information to share with you on any given week. So, Paul, anything else you want to say before I stop the recording for the show? No, I just want to say thanks, everybody, for listening. We uh, we appreciate that you guys always come back and that you look forward uh, to the show. Our uh, our producer says it's doing very well, and, and uh, we're very appreciative of uh, the people that give us a listen. 
Yeah, that's for sure. Well, listen, guys, God bless. And as they said in my favorite movie of all time, 1951's The Thing, keep watching the skies. Keep watching the skies. Thank you for listening to this episode of The People Under the Stairs. If you would like to reach out to the host of this show, please feel free to email Paul at nocturnalmagic at gmail.com. That's nocturnalmagic at gmail.com. And if you would like to reach out to Stan, please feel free to go over to his Twitter page and give him a follow at S. Wanglin. That's at S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D. Or feel free to email him at swangland at gmail.com that's at swangland at gmail.com and please continue to check out all the new episodes of the people under the stairs every wednesday and every sunday on the reality check podcast network it's cutting into your exercise time it's stabbing you in the back nine And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms. What's going on? You have John Wanglin, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets.